0: Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Sunday, September 24th, 2017. (laughs) It's Sunday, so I always like to dip into the mailbag and answer some of your call-ins. Let's start with uh, some more couch co-op talk. This comes from Joe, who has had a lot of fun playing couch co-op with his wife in one particular game series.
1: Hey Jeff, this is Joe from Herndon, Virginia. I just wanted to pitch in with my ideas for couch co-op. My wife and I have played hundreds of hours across all three Borderlands games. Uh, they are just pure joy digitized and perfect for couch co-op. Uh, we've each played multiple characters across each game and they're just they're just pure fun. There's a story there that is just an excuse to tell jokes and introduce crazy characters and the games are just wild and crazy and colorful and they're, they're, they're just great and I can't wait for Couch Co-op and Borderlands 3. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Joe! Of course, Borderlands is a great one. I played a ton of Borderlands online co-op, but yes, it indeed does support couch co-op. What a great game to play in that way. It's been a long time since I've played a first-person shooter split-screen in the same room with someone, but man, those are some good times, especially with a game as fun as the Borderlands series. And I'm right there with you, anticipating Borderlands 3. I think that's going to be... One of the big games of 2018. I suspect they'll announce it uh, in a few months. Will probably be a big game of E3 and maybe even a release by Christmas 2018, if not early 2019. That's that's just all speculation on my part, but it certainly seems like they've been ramping up and working on it for a while. And uh, have been holding it close to the vest, not wanting to announce it until it's much closer to release. Uh, what are you looking forward to from a... Borderlands 3, what do you want to see? Especially in a world with uh, Destiny 2 in, the, in it, <laughs> what does Borderlands have to offer? What, what kind of game is Borderlands? I kind of feel like, in a lot of ways, that loot, uh, gun fetishization thing that Borderlands did so well, getting a new gun and trying it out and all the guns behaving differently and all that stuff, I kind of feel like Destiny 2 is eating that lunch a bit. That they're kind of doing that. Um, that gameplay loop of getting a new gun, falling in love with that gun, then getting a new one, trying it out. They all feel differently. I kind of feel like Destiny 2's doing that a bit. But I know Borderlands has uh, the cool setting, the big open world, the fun cel-shaded aesthetic, and the humor, as you mentioned, Joe. The, the humor is so great in Borderlands. I think that's got to come through. But I'm wondering what a Borderlands 3 looks like. Is it an online, big, shared universe game like Destiny Uh, Or do they stick with what they've been doing and just make more Borderlands? I think that's going to be a big, interesting question to answer uh, as we see this game revealed. What will Borderlands 3 be? Are you guys excited about Borderlands? I'd love to hear what you think it should be. More of the same or break new ground? Also, on the couch co-op tip... Uh, I got a tweet at Jeff Kanata with two N's and one T from Anatol. At Anatol uh, said, Monaco, what's yours is mine. Yes! What a great game that is. Another game I played online co op, but Couch Co op would be even better. Monaco is sort of a stealth heist game with abstracted graphics. A uh, really cool, cool game where you're trying to break into places and steal the gold and get out before. You get discovered. It is uh, inventive. You can come up with really clever ways to accomplish your goals. There's not just one way to do things. You've got all of these cool special abilities with your characters and it gets zany and crazy and, and your friend can trigger an alarm and you're like, no! what'd you do that? So much fun, Couch Co-op. So you should check that game out too. I believe it's on Steam and it might be on consoles as well. I should have looked into that. But it's called Monaco, What's Yours is Mine. Next up, we'll pick up on our toxic gaming discussion. Uh, the Heroic Galaxy sent in this call-in with a suggestion of one way that we may address this in communities. We'll see what he has to say. Hey, Jeff, I'm calling in to see how we can address these toxic online communities. We have all this technology now, like voice recognition. Why can't we have a separate playlist where... There is maybe software or something that says, hey, these words will not be allowed. If we recognize that these words have been said in chat, you will be booted. Um, This would be a separate playlist, obviously not the regular playlist because some people aren't comfortable maybe being recorded. But this could make a safe playlist, as you could say. Like They could ban have a whole list of banned words and this um, would be a good way maybe to have a safe playlist. Um, And uh, yeah, this... We seem to have technology, all this voice technology, and I don't see why that can't be used uh, to help moderate uh, online. Thanks for the call-in. That is an interesting idea. I don't know if we're there yet technologically with voice recognition where we can pick out with enough certainty uh, the words we wouldn't want people to use online. I mean, somebody is uh, talking about their pet duck. I don't know. I'm not sure I would trust Alexa or Siri or uh, what's her name, Cortana to to know whether I'm I'm asking if my pizza shipped or I'm calling you a pizza ship, you know what I'm you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And <laughs> even more than that, I suspect terrible people would find terrible ways to get around it. Ways to trick the AI and not knowing words that they've now made into awful slurs that, you know, weren't before. I, it would be this, this horrible whack-a-mole where you're trying to figure out the words that are bad. And the people that are saying them are trying to figure out new ways to say bad things. I think that attacks the symptom and not the cause. And I'm, I'm much more interested in figuring out a way to get at the root of this behavior. I know awful people be awful, and awful people are always going to be awful, but, man, there's got to be a way to make uh, make it less attractive to behave in ways that are vile, doesn't it? We can't just be spiraling down a vile behavior rabbit hole forever, right? There's got to be some incentive to be good to your fellow man. How do we do that? All right, let's talk about something more positive. Let's pick up our top five games of all time conversation. It's been going on for several weeks now. I put out a newest, latest, best podcast where I talked about my top five games of all time and explained why I ranked them that way. And I've had a lot of people send in their top fives, If you want to send in your top five, I would love to hear it. It's not an easy thing to do. So if you're up to the task of ranking your top five games of all time, they don't have to be in any specific order, just your top five video games of all time, your favorites, you can send them as a call-in. I'd love to hear them. We can talk about them on the show. It's easy to send a call-in. All you got to do is download that Anchor app and click the call-in button. This one, this top five, comes from Josh. He's got a pretty interesting list.
1: Hey Jeff, Josh here from the World Map Podcast Network over on worldmapcast.com. I wanted to send in my contribution to your top five games of all time discussion that you've been having on the show. My top five in order are StarCraft, The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, StarCraft II, Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, and The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, which in my opinion is the best Zelda game of all time. Uh, Why is StarCraft in the top spot for me? You know, It was a time in my life where I had a lot of free time. Uh, It was in high school, I believe, at the time when it came out. I just played a ton of StarCraft, and I feel like that game, with all of the custom modes that people would make in the editor, it just had such unlimited replay value. It was so fun to play a strategic game like that, and it was really what got me into RTSs uh, in the first place. Jeff, thanks for all the great things that you put out to the gaming community, all the good that you put out into the world. Really appreciate it. Love all your work. Thanks, and keep on trucking.
0: Thanks, Josh. I'm right there with you on the StarCraft love. It also hit me at a very particular time. There were many, many, many hours of my life playing StarCraft. My buddy and I, we we shared a, a flat and had two, two rooms and we would each get on our PCs, playing StarCraft, getting into those uh, noob sn- smackdown uh, <laughs> matches with uh, lots of minerals and lots of Vespine gas uh, on those custom maps. Oh, those were good days. In fact, we took the uh, noob smackdown idea uh, all the way to uh, having walkie-talkies because this was pre-VOIP, so we had to communicate to each other in, in different rooms. Our strats, our six strats, Uh, so we had a couple of walkie-talkies that were SmackDown-branded walkie-talkies. That's right. One of them was uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and the other was Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, of course, I had The Rock. My buddy had Stone Cold, and we would talk into their abdomens. And depress their uh, their their shoulder, their massive shoulder muscles, their sweet lats right under their uh, forearms, and talk to one another in each room uh, as we played Starcraft. So I share your love of Starcraft. I'm a little shocked that your list contains two Starcrafts. There's only room for five games, and you got two Starcrafts on there. That's pretty bold. But uh, I I give you mad props for loving that franchise that much. I'm not sure the second game deserves its own spot in the top five. But who am I to say what you would have put on your top five? It's your list. Uh, I dig your your Zelda inclusion. Mario RPG is a bold choice. Uh, Not a game that I ever fell in love with particularly. But I recognize it as being high quality. And then, of course, love me some Skyrim. Skyrim is a is a, a game that really came close to being on my list, and it certainly is worthy. I just kind of put its, its antecedents on there a bit. The games that existed so that Skyrim can exist, games like Ultima 7, of course, uh, are on my list, my favorite game of all time, I think is uh, a game that gave birth to what games gave birth <laughs> to Skyrim. Uh, It's, you know, it's a direct line of those kinds of open-world, craft-your-own-story-type role-playing games, Uh, but certainly I wouldn't fault anybody for putting Skyrim on the list, although for me, it's really a battle between Skyrim and Oblivion as being my favorite Bethesda game. Yes, I love the Fallouts also, but that world isn't as fun to be in as the world of Elder Scrolls, so... Um, I'm more likely to put Oblivion or Skyrim on my list than I would maybe a Fallout 3 or 4. But, uh, but yeah, great list! I'd love to hear more people's lists of your top five games of all time.